0: Hello and welcome to our Africa Travel Week Connect Unlock Africa podcast, where we bring the news, views, tips and tricks from tourism experts and personalities, sometimes simply sharing a window on their world and Africa's
1: tourism sector. This month, we're looking across our borders. We're chatting to travel experts in some of Africa's key source markets from the UK to the US, Finland, Norway, and Belgium. They will be shedding some light on the trends from their markets, what their travelers expect from Africa, and how our local suppliers can better cater for these visitors. Welcome Laurent and Isabelle. Um, I'm very, very pleased uh, to welcome you here and to have a quick chat about the Swiss market and what we can be doing to attract the Swiss market to Africa. So, my very first question, and I'm going to start with Laurent, uh, are the Swiss travelling again and are they travelling to Africa?
2: oh <laughs> so yeah Swiss are traveling again that's it that is true uh the the thing is that uh, uh the the covid uh, make a lot of uh, worse thing uh for the for the for the Swiss market here and uh, Swiss and French because I'm just in uh, just around the the, the the region where I work uh, is uh, around French France and and Switzerland so uh the, the Swiss market is uh is the best one I mean the Swiss. Uh, uh, start to travel before the french one because i think that the the swiss person they are just a bit more enjoying uh they want to travel they really want to travel and they are not blocked by uh, uh some sometimes some politics things or something like this and the second thing is very important is that the 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 round i mean the money and the the round for the swiss market is very interesting too now and this is really uh, a a good opportunity for us because uh, because then we can make some uh, very nice travel very cheap travel to go to south africa and uh, and then this is this is what i i want really to, to 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 mettre en avant i mean to to put uh, to put in front you see and to see. okay look there's an opportunity now to go in south africa for a very very low price so uh, so let's go
1: have you seen the same, Isabel? Uh, what are the numbers like compared to pre-COVID? And then especially with the Swiss market then? Um,
0: for me, I mean, even um, yeah, during COVID, we, we had a, a few bookings, uh, but it's actually started booming um, when South Africa came off the red list. Um, I mean, it's booming like crazy. It's really like we were all... you know inside and everybody wants to travel now and what I'm seeing is um, they want to travel now so not next year now like November, December, January which is quite hard because we're used to having long uh, lead times and to have time to prepare everything Um, while now everybody wants to literally leave next month Um, And then obviously, you know, as as a DMC, you've got your post phone bookings that you also have in place that you need to prepare for and prepare uh, the vouchers for. Um, but I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> I've been working uh, every day till like 10 o'clock at night. I'm um, getting a bit tired, uh, but I'm, uh, like I was saying earlier, I've made this uh, beautiful cocktail of all these healthy uh, herbs and ginger and you name it, all the, the good stuff to keep me awake and to try and, and help out everyone that so wants to come. That is such
1: positive news. It's like I said, yeah, it would be great for the day, like, Book a little bit in advance, but and then have you seen wh- when they're traveling now? Are they looking for something different than prior to the pandemic, or is it still very much the same? Are they looking for more open spaces, perhaps, or are they looking for wellness experiences or safaris? Or have you seen any change in behavior from the Swiss markets? This for Laurent, for me. Or... I was going to ask you, and then I'm going to ask the same question to Laurent, just to know uh, from both sides what you guys have seen.
0: Um, I don't think there's much of a change. And the reason being because South Africa, uh, even pre-COVID, has always been a destination where you have that space. So, I mean, obviously, uh, Cape Town is a little bit more city-like, but most of the other places, and even in Cape Town, uh, everywhere you go, it's usually that is usually the b- big attraction of coming to South Africa, having those diverse, um, big natural spaces uh, to discover, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And you, Laurent, what have you
1: seen? Because obviously, you're even closer to the Swiss market. You see that they have other destinations that they might be considering. What is the attraction of Africa specifically? And what are they asking for from Africa?
2: Of, uh i think that Af- africa is uh, first first of all um, um, i want to just to to make a precision about the, the what what happened with the covid and for the covid you know you have tanzania uh, who have uh, who was really open uh, for the for this period so people uh, the, the the information that people get at, for during this year was uh, safari is possible you see and then with this opportunity to go in safari, I mean, to, to, to go first in Tanzania before the opening of South Africa. So safari is possible. So then they come to ask me, okay, we want to go to for a safari because we have seen that the safari is possible. And then South Africa reopened and then, effectively, uh, the, 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 the possibility to go in a different way of safari and to discover not not, not only animals, but to discover people and to discover uh, the, the big area like this, a very wide place, and, uh, and the garden roots, and uh, the, you see every, every attraction that can... Um, uh, offer south africa more than the other country because this is really uh for me it's uh, it's uh, like you know multicolor uh country so uh, so there is a lot a lot of things to, to to do and not only safari so and the the, the other thing is that you have the liberty to, to i mean you have the 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 free part of the of uh, to to be able to drive um, to drive in South Africa and to drive in Kruger and uh, to discover a country, uh, I mean yourself, you know, with no, not only in a bus with the 30 people in the same bus or something like this, but you have that, that, uh, that possibility to be uh, uh, to be like in Europe, I mean, to be totally free in your car and to discover a country, a very uh, different country uh, We can afford a lot of things.
0: Do you see
1: that a lot, Laurent, from the Swiss market that they want to do self-drive? Uh, is that? Yes, a lot. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the, the the people it's totally um you know i i came i came from the french market first so the french the french there are a lot of uh, big groups and uh, they want to travel uh, with the, the i mean together so there's some groups from 20 30 40 percent and i have i have worked uh, before uh, in that kind of market and now in the swiss market they are not traveling in groups they want to travel alone so they want to travel in family they want to travel uh, in a very small groups maybe uh with friends you know two or three family of friends and this is this is funny the the market is totally different and this is funny that they want to have that that possibility that liberty uh to to go um everywhere uh and to just to to be alone i mean you see to be just uh, in their own groups. And uh, and their own family, and this is really really interesting because they want to to, to, to leave something very special together. But in the in the I mean in, in the in the center of the of the their their little groups. I'm sorry for my bad English. (laughs)
1: No, 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 no! no. I think that's very interesting. Isabella, have you seen something similar? And how do you put it? You put the itineraries together, I suppose. Then, huh? Yes. Yeah. But but in in that as well? Would you combine combine other countries uh, in these itineraries as well or are they sticking to South Africa or sticking to Tanzania or sticking to Kenya? Well,
0: at the moment, obviously, um, I I have had requests, um, but then immediately when you start talking, well, you know, if you go from one country to another country, you've got a PCR test. Uh, And that obviously is immediately a hurdle and then immediately the the story changes and then they go like, oh no, then we'll only do South Africa or we'll only do Botswana. So I think that will be very important. And that is something that we here uh, as as a travel industry really need to lobby for to get away of of that uh, PC artist if people are fully vaccinated or have some a uh, static agreement um, that you know, if, if you have done one PC artist, then that's valid for the three countries or four countries, whatever. Um, so that 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 gives um, access to those countries because that is obviously uh, when people come this this side of the world, then they often combine uh, an extension with Zimbabwe, or when they go to to Zimbabwe, they might um, you know. Uh, combine it with south africa and botswana so that's um, very important
1: so if you do that self-trip itineraries for them what do you keep in mind if it's a swiss market are they very active are they looking for adventure or are they looking for culture or is it really dependent on which clients you're having and there's not something really typically swiss that you can think of
0: uh, for me personally, it, it depends on the client. Um, yeah, I really, the first thing that I ask is really what is their interest? Uh, what are they looking for? And then I tailor make. Um, but yeah, often it's it's a bit of a combination of relaxing, a little bit of adventure. Of course, a safari is a big thing. Um, but nothing that I, I would like specifically um say like that's the Swiss market or that's the Belgian market. Um and then
1: um just to know as well in terms of self-drive are they doing safari self-drives as well Laurent or is safari do they more do the self-drive to to visit the country, the scenery and and everything or are they also going through the park and doing self-drive there?
2: Uh, you mean, you mean for the, the, you mean for the, the Swiss people? You mean, uh, uh then they want to, uh, it's, you know, the, the Swiss are, they are really, um, they, they, they like to, they are, comment, on, on pourrait dire, uh, entrepreneur, uh, say, say. Entrepreneurial. Yes. So they, they, they really, they really are, they, they are not afraid about uh, something that could happen in different countries. So, and they want to, they really want to, to have uh, a good um, uh, partner with the, with the travel agency. And they, and this is our job. I, I think it's our job just to explain to them that uh, South Africa is possible like this, you see. And people, a lot of people doesn't know that it's possible to self-drive in Kruger. A lot of people are afraid to go to just to to have just the idea to be uh, uh, front to an elephant or front to a giraffe or front to, you know, um, uh, one of my best uh, uh, souvenir is uh, one of my clients uh, just phoned me just in the entrance of Kruger Park and he, he just phoned me. He was in the car with this family and he just phoned me. He said, okay, Laurent, you cannot imagine the emotion that we are living now. We are just front with two giraffes and we are stopped on the road and this is magical. And the, the this magic that they can live, uh, I mean only in their own family, uh, they, okay, it's possible to leave this, uh, in a car. The, the only thing that, uh, we have to be, uh, aware of is that sometimes the people, okay, they want to leave this, uh, this, uh, adventure. I mean, they want to leave this, uh, this thing but uh, they have to be prepared of the of the risk that they have and it's very important for us to just inform them okay uh, you can you can leave this you i mean you can leave you can leave this wild attitude but um, the thing is that you have to be prepared of the risk that you can you can have, and that's why we. Th- this is this is really good to work with the guide uh, directly in the in the in the park, and I think that there's a lot of things that we have to uh, to be aware of. I mean, the thing that the, the the risk that they have when they go inside the park, and uh, and that's why um, it's not good for Kruger that there are too many. Cars in the same place. And I don't want, for me, you I don't want to, to, to see that. I, I prefer to go in a white place. And okay, you go to the white place and you go with a guide and then you are in security. So, um, I, I'm not, I'm not sure that uh, I'm, I'm explaining good in English, but, uh, oh, yeah, I, think but it, I think that, uh, this is yeah. really important for us. I mean, in travel agency in Switzerland or maybe, uh, for the GMC. I mean, Isabel, just to, to aware the customers that okay you can you can go in south africa you can go for a self drive in south africa but please uh, when you go for a safari please trust the guides <laughs> and yeah. use the guides yeah, we, that they know they yeah. know how to you to do it <laughs>
0: Well, we usually uh, propose to definitely stay a minimum of, of two or three nights in in the private game lodges, just for that reason, because your experience is way more intense, uh, much better. You, you've got that privacy of having a uh, an experienced professional guide that um, you know can can tell you all the things you you need to be aware of and be careful of, and he can point out uh, things. I mean. I think we've all here uh, been on safari um, how amazing it is how those guides, you know, can track the animals by just spot- seeing a leaf and there's a little crack in the leaf and they know that a giraffe has passed or, you know, a, a smaller animal. It's it's incredible. So I think that is that is uh, very, very special to add that in, which people that do a self-drive in, in the Kruger Park, um, yeah. you know, probably will miss
1: um, yeah. And in terms of demographics and age groups, Isabel, what are you seeing? What is the amount from the Swiss market like? We often have from other markets that it's quite an older market, just because it's quite expensive, obviously, for them. But then Noreau mentioned that the is quite interesting for them. So what are you seeing? Are you seeing a younger generation also interested in Africa? Or
0: what's your experience? Um. Well, I've got a lot of uh, multi-generational travel. So I have a lot of uh, grandparents that then invite the whole family um, as a special occasion for some kind of anniversary or just because they can. Um, And then uh, talking about the the younger generation, it's all relative, of course, what is young. (laughs) Uh, uh, I would say... um, yeah generally it's it's probably like 45 40 and upwards um and the younger people um they do also come but then uh it's usually for honeymoons um yeah have Um, have you seen the same from your side have
1: you seen that there's is there starting to be an interest from the younger side as well in
2: the space markets, I think I think South Africa is the is the the first entrance to Africa. I mean, so for uh, so the people who wanted really to 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 have a first experience of Africa, I think for me, it's that to go to South Africa because this is a really easy country to discover. I mean, safari. And the difference of uh, the difference of uh, culture and, uh, and for the young people, uh, you have, uh, I think that the people from, from 10, they can, they can really enjoy a safari have my kids. Personally, I went with them in in uh, in Namibia, and uh, when I when I just come to to do the park Etosha, they uh, I see my kids they were nine and 10, uh, 10 years old, and they were just playing with the you know with the tablet and yeah they're. Say okay, but look, did you have a lion. Just you can see, you have a lion just entering, and it's really interesting now. Yes, yes, Dad. Yes, but you know, I'm I'm just finishing my play. You see, so, so I think to go to go and to really enjoy a safari, uh, I think that you have to be maybe for me minimum ten or twelve year old, just to really uh, understand what is happening in, in front of you. You see, but to go in South Africa and to discover the country—I mean, to go in Cape Town, to go to Cape Point, to to see the whales and to see uh, the old, all the, the this wonderful nature—there is no age for that. So you can start very young. You have the. Because you can you can go there uh, uh, with the school. There is, I think, that there is. Uh, I have seen there is some program for the school and to go with the students in uh, with with students in South Africa, and uh, and for the honeymooners it's very nice too. Uh, for for big families very nice too. There is no really um, age to go in South Africa. This is only a discover. This is only a pleasure.
1: I'm going to stick with you, Laurent, for two minutes um, and then I'm going to go over to Isabel. But what is the biggest uh, competitor for Africa? So obviously there's other countries that Swiss are interested in, maybe Thailand or the US or the UK or even within Europe. I don't know. Um, (laughs) What do you feel is the biggest competitor of Africa and, and how does Africa then stand out? How can they make their mark? What can they do better maybe to market themselves compared to those competitors?
2: I think maybe uh, <laughs> the most competitive if we have to compare, but there's nothing to compare for Africa. So the Africa is Africa, but uh, maybe Australia is, uh, could be a country uh, that some, some people want to see this big white space. They can they can have this big wide space in Australia too. You see, and uh, I've been to the to Kakadu Kakadu National Park in the north, in the very north of Australia, and it's quite similar than, uh, in, than the the in some place of Africa because you know uh, historically very very long time ago it was the same continent so you have quite same animals you have the the you know some some birds really really close to the birds you can see in africa and you have that the 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 same uh feeling of the this big area so i think australia is really maybe or maybe south south america i mean uh, argentina or something this this kind of uh uh of country could be could be interesting to visit for for these people who have been first in Africa and wanted to discover other things. But Africa is Africa. You cannot compare for other countries. And yeah. the feeling the feeling of Africa, the, you know, is, is totally, totally special. And for people who didn't go to Africa, they cannot understand that.
1: And Isabel, what are you doing to stand out, to make Africa lift out and stand out against competitors? Is there anything you're focusing on specifically as a DMC?
0: um it's a difficult one uh i mean obviously i'm in love with with africa so i try to convey that enthusiasm as is uh nothing specific uh but i i do try to uh really find i mean as we all know people out um are out um they're looking for experiences that um are emotive that that have an effect Um, something different they don't just want to book a hotel so I really try um, to find those specific um, experiences you know um, to make a difference and also to stand out um, you know to the competitor, like, you know, booking.com, for instance, to really offer a small package that I put together myself in combination with um, unique specialized guides, for instance, and then make something really beautiful. And the thing in Africa is, um, and I think that is maybe if you ask me for something unique, we are so uh, welcoming and open to everything. We really want to make um, to give the guests a, a special experience, so we really do go that extra mile. Nothing is too much, um, and I see that with my suppliers as well. So if I go to them and I, I explain to them, "Well, these people um, they're into this and that. What can we do? Can we offer something uh, special?" Then they are always ready, um, you know, to to help me out on that, and and that's what I I really try to do to to offer that extra. Extra. Um so not not just to stand out, but also well, yes, to stand out, but in in all uh ways, um just by the offering, by the price, and and just the whole packet in general. That is true. That is what makes Africa
1: really so special, isn't it? We're always welcome, always smiling, always. Um Laurent, do you feel that if you had a magic magic once and you could change a thing and say, like, okay, if I could do this or if suppliers would just know this that would really help me market the destination. Is there anything you would change? Is there anything you would make difference?
2: This is a difficult question.
1: No, I mean, I um,
2: this is, <laughs> no, this is a difficult question because uh, no, the, the only the the only thing that could could afraid people who wants to come to Africa is the security of different uh, different towns. I mean, you go to Johannesburg, go to uh, to Durban, it could be difficult. And we, I'm sad to say that, but when come people comes to Durban. Uh I, I I'm I, I say to them, okay, you just you you just arrive by your, your plane, you take your car and you not not stay to Durban, you go uh, you go in the north and then you go maybe to St. Lucia or something, you and uh, but um, and when they ask me, okay, we want to visit Johannesburg, okay you can visit Johannesburg, but not not with self-drive. You go to Johannesburg, we take a bus, a, gu- a guide, and then you are on Security, and this is the only thing I want, want really to 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 change. If I have that uh, magic um, stick, then to say, okay, just please, uh, please uh, work on the security, and then it would be a wonderful country. So uh, this is the only thing is missing for me, really, in uh, in South Africa.
1: Yeah, I, I completely understand, and I think lots of people are on that side. Isabel, do you have anything that you would say? I, that would be resolved. result that would make my life so much easier to sell Africa or South Africa.
0: Well, I, I think uh, Laurent hit the nail on the head. Eh? Um, I mean, security wise, that, that is a big one. Um, I can't immediately think of anything else. Um,
1: Let's resolve the security issue. I would say, um, and then in terms of just like looking upwards, the trends that you foresee in in the years to come. Um, I think Isabel might be frozen, so I'm gonna go to your side in terms of trends. Uh, can you foresee anything um, in in the years to come, or in the next year, let's say? What do you see is going to be a big hit for Africa from? Market specifically, what's the demand going to be like? Like a little bit of a crystal ball. What are you expecting for 2022?
2: For 22, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, amazing because, uh, the, 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 actually, we have a lot of, of, of asking of people coming on. They want to go to Africa. They want to make safari. And so, um, the, the problem that we, we, we're going to have is that there's a lot of people, you know, postpone their, 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 their travel. And you have the, the people who has postponed their travel and the people who want to go. And then, uh, and then the, the thing is that probably we're going to have problem with the, the availability in the hotel that we have some hotel or who still close and probably will not reopen. So the, the real, the real problem for, 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 for next year is to find, uh, the good partnership with the, the good, Dmc is there, and I hope hopefully we have Isabel. <laughs> 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 <Of> course, we have you. But you know what I'm thinking of you, Isabel. So no problem. So uh, you are wonderful. So um, that's that's really important for us to to have the good the good people there, and then then it, it's it's going to be easy. But the problem will be there. It will be really that the availability in the in the in the hotel and uh, the possibility to find enough. Plane too, because the uh, now all the 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 airplanes, I mean the, the airplanes company, have not uh, uh, reopened uh, the the I mean the the destination. So we we will be we will invite I mean you know it's be just broken by by the by 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 the the, the missing of the seats in the airplane company. I mean.
1: Yeah, now that's well. It's a luxury problem, almost to have after the two years we've had before. But mm-hmm. and um, Isabel, what are your what are your predictions for the year ahead? Any trends you're foreseeing? What are you keeping in mind when you're putting those packages together? Um, what are the trends you you see coming at us uh, in twenty
0: twenty one? What What I see is, is that people really. Um, you know they they they've seen what COVID can can do. Like from one day to another, things can change. So I think that people are actually um, a little bit more e- easygoing about traveling. So they'll go, they'll travel um, more easily, or they they decide quicker. So that is actually my prediction. I think that that they're gonna uh, book quicker so like i said earlier in the conversation not book like a year ahead but book for in in three months time for instance so i think um those lead times will become uh shorter uh just yeah for all sorts of reasons just because you know they don't want to think too far in the future because things can happen um and uh yeah on all fronts again like money wise covet wise um, so I think we need to, to play a little bit more on the ball. And like I was saying earlier, um, those experiences, people are looking um, for you know, a little bit more than just seeing the, the normal touristic attraction. They, they want an experience. They want to, yeah, you know, whatever their interest may be, from yoga to meditation to sp- specific interests, I see on my side more and more actually um groups and uh, individuals that that really come for a specific pur- a purpose which I enjoy doing actually I I can imagine it, it makes it a bit different again huh so yeah.
1: to tailor your your products or your itineraries to what, what people want. Uh, and so more of a general wellness, a general like getting in touch with nature, getting in touch Reconnecting with
0: connecting all of those things, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: That's lovely. Well, Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to ask you a last question and that's just maybe if you have a message for the trade uh, and for the the industry here in Africa, um, what should they continue doing? What should they be doing more of and how how can they welcome? What can they expect? Uh, basically, do you have a, a last few thoughts that you want to share with the trade here in Africa? Laurent first.
2: Oh no! Just, just please continue to 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 accept our 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 customers like this. I mean, continue to do that excellent food. Continue to smile like this. Continue to uh, to be so happy and uh, to to just to play that music that is so exceptional uh, on the air. So continue, just just be African.
1: Oh, that's lovely. And you Isabel, obviously you are in Africa, but still, do you have any messages for the lodges here and for the industry in Africa?
0: Um yeah, my wish, but that is now quite idyllic and, and maybe not not really the answer to your question. But for me, what what I I really would like to convey to um everyone actually is, is the whole story about sustainability and conservation um, because um, I often get remarks on on those things uh, you know I'm, I'm a Belgian living in South Africa um, I mean the other day I posted uh, something online uh, quite luxurious and I got a remark about mm, I'm not so sure about that um, in a country where there's such such divide between rich and poor, um, it it sits a bit awkward, you know. You post posting such a luxurious thing, um, but you know, we we all know um, tourism provides so many jobs. Uh, also conservation wise, uh, if it wasn't for tourism, I mean, we saw what happened with the anti-poaching, uh, situation, you know, it, it's horrible, you know, uh, those things cost, uh, enormous amounts of, of money. And a lot of, you know, when people go on safari, um, you know, you pay a conservation fee, you know, that goes into that pot. And I think, um, and I don't quite know how to do it because obviously when people come on holiday, you don't want to preach and you don't want to, you know, put your finger out there and all of that. But, you know, in like a subtle way, I wish we could find a way to explain what it means when they come and, you know, what they add um, to uh, yeah the goodness that they actually add by coming to South Africa, the jobs that they provide and all of that, because, you know, being in Europe, you know, you you see it black and white, but actually behind the scenes, there is, they are amazing things happening. Um, and, um, I want that message, uh, to be heard actually, but again, in a way that is not like, uh, Teaching wise, if you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, it really gives the
1: idea of like just raise the awareness that how much that they're doing just by coming on holiday, just how much jobs they're providing, how much conservation they are actually contributing to, just by spending their money in Africa and having a good time, and that's all we're expecting of them. Absolutely. <laughs> Exactly.
0: Uh-oh. Absolutely. Uh, that is that yeah. is lovely.
1: And let's hope we get that right. I, I do feel that we are moving that way in Africa. We are
0: definitely moving that way. I agree with you. And that's a very good oh, thing.
1: So let's continue working on that, I would say. Well, thank you so much, Laurent and Isabel, for giving us those insights um, into the Swiss market. It was really, really helpful. Uh, and I'm sure for me, in any case, and I'm sure for our listeners as well. So thanks so much, Laurent and Isabel. I really appreciate your time.
2: Thank you. It's thank you.